Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Story Smack. Hi, welcome to Story Smack. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little... Uh, we, uh, we got some stuff to say to introduce the Story Smack. However... Uh-huh. We just realized we were 30 minutes into Story Smack, and we hadn't actually hit record. Which is awesome. <laughs> it's very fitting for this content. But All right, so let's jump into it. We'll back up a little bit, if you don't already know. <laughs> my name is A. Kovacs. I am a real girl herself, and I'm a founding partner at Empty Send Entertainment. And my name is Scott Sigler, best-selling novelist. And have you ever listened to a Story Smack on weed. <laughs> this is, I think, episode 16 of yeah. Story Smack, yeah. podcast about stories and storytellers in the world of pop culture. So to celebrate 420 in a very storytelling, storytelly way, mm-hmm. we've decided to embrace the latest legality in the state of California, in indulgence medibles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and talk about the Dave Chappelle movie, Half-Baked. Now, uh, I don't know if you'd call this movie a classic or not. Nope. But it, it is Dave Chappelle, pre-Chappelle show. Yes. So that does count for something. The absolute ridiculous genius of Dave Chappelle. This is the story of four high-ons doing their best to get by in a world that hates weed. <laughs> yeah. In other words, it's a stoner flick. Yes. So what better for 420? Now, me being the director of Doom and managing schedules as I do, well, we just ingested 20 minutes ago. Uh, trying to time the ascent of our own personal 420 to coincide with the middle of this episode. That was 20 minutes before the 30 minutes, (laughs) because we did 30 minutes of the podcast and forgot to record the goddamn thing. Yes. Which is... (laughs) Which is awesome. So goddamn fitting. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. However, this medical experiment is legal. It's very legal here in California. So, uh, So there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, religious right. Uh, well, okay. So, first things first. I would right here put a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to say, trust me. If you <laughs> haven't seen this movie, definitely stop and watch it before listening to this. And maybe be high while you do it. <laughs> but if you don't, if you don't, we're going to try and give you an excellent summary of of half baked. It is not uh hmm. It is not Shakespearean in no. caliber. And no. in some ways it would I I think in some ways it doesn't even hold up to the Shakespeare of Stoner movies, which is any Cheech and Chong flick. It's not quite <laughs> at the Cheech and Chong level. No. No, it's not quite a Cheech and Chong level. So um because we love you so much, we're submitting ourselves to medical experiments. This is just to make you people happy. We are? Yes. Okay. That's what we're doing right now. Well, wait, 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 wait. Didn't you actually do medical experiments at one point? I did. Uh, because I wanted to get a bass amp. Because I was in a band in college called Kid Ritalin. Oh. And uh, How'd that go for you? Well, we got sued for our name before we ever played a show. Mm, so legendary in your own mind. We were huge. We were huge in Denmark. 
And uh, the thing was, I was the editor of the school paper, so I decided I was going to take out a full-page ad for my band. <laughs> oh, c- cool. Before, we'd ever, pressure. before yeah. we'd ever played a show, because I was like, we had swagger. <laughs> you probably did. We How'd did. that go? Uh, the uh, pharmacist at the local pharmacy in our goddamn one-horse blinking stoplight fucking town of Olivet College, Michigan... Um, for some reason, got a burn, got a burn his saddle, and decided he was going to send a letter to Sibagaygi, which was the name of the pharmacy that makes Ritalin, the pharmaceutical company that makes Ritalin, mm-hmm. and they sent us a cease and desist letter, which I believe I still have somewhere in my files. Did you cease and desist? I went to my bandmates and begged them to, we must keep this name. The man is going to sue us. We're going to get publicity. This is going to be great. What you want as a rock and roll band is publicity. And to get sued by Big Pharma is huge publicity. It would have been great. We would have been rebels, right? Uh, rebels. Okay. I was ready to get sued because what's the worst that can happen? We have to drop the name. What are they going to do? Sue me? I don't have any money. I'm literally submitting myself to medical experiments to get a base stamp, which I'm going to get to in a second. Uh, my buddies in the band, they caved. They immediately did not want that heat. They didn't and, want that heat at so all. So what? What was the what was the 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 faux name, the stage name for Kid Kid? I think Lynn. it was Smooth Lucy. I think we changed oh, to Smooth oh, Lucy. Oh. Naming reasons for which I will not go into on this family based show. Okay, but you can figure it out. I mean, I'm pretty sure no one can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one hint. Nair. Okay, there you go. So. Um, I had no money, like no money at all, and needed a bass amp. So I said, You had a band that was already being sued yes. that had never played a gig because you didn't have we a bass. We were destined for stardom, bro. I'm telling you were you in what's a band up. before you had a, as a bass guitarist before I, you had a bass. I had a bass, I have a bass amp. Oh, is it? oh okay, okay. So I needed a bass amp. So there was the cork board in school, and somebody posted up a cork board thing hey, volunteer for medical experiments. And this sounds like a horror movie now that I mention it. This is how most horror movies get started. But me and one of my fraternity brothers said, shit, we can use 300 bucks, which was an enormous amount of money back then. It's an enormous amount of money now. Required two weekends of your time. So we had to go up and we spent two weekends where you wore a hospital gown, walking around with a little naked butt hanging out, and you ate exactly the same food both weekends. And then this was the nightmare. This is how bad I wanted a base amp. I have a horrible fear of needles to this day. Simple blood, simple blood draw. They usually bring in an orderly or two because I'm just like shaking. Okay, Wolverine. Yeah, it's like ah, I can't. Like, <laughs> I can't stand the thought. I can't stand the thought. Which all dates back to one episode of Adam Twelve. Now, all of you old enough to remember Adam Twelve and Emergency, they're always side by side. No one, no one. One Adam Twelve, you. one Adam Twelve. See the man, see the man. Yeah. So this was an old show we used to watch way back. I mean, you know what? Anybody who remembers Adam Twelve and Emergency, I want comments in at scottsegler.com on this blog post. Very few people remember this show. At any rate, so uh, where was I? <laughs> you were getting stabbed 64 times. Yeah, so I'm afraid of needles, right? And then I get stabbed. Uh, they have to draw blood every 15 minutes four times, every half hour four times, every hour four times, every four hours four times. So they're waking up in the middle of the night. They're drawing blood. It was horrible. Uh, 64 stabs, if I recall correctly, over the course of the two weekends. I'm not going to do the math for you people right now. It's the wrong time for that. Trust me. It definitely is. I got my 300 bucks. I bought my base amp and 
Kid Riddle and Smash slash Smooth Lucy was on our way. So I submitted myself to medical experiments in the name of goddamn motherfucking rock and roll, which is what I'm doing for you people right now. But I'm not getting a bass amp out of this. I'm just hoping to get a few laughs. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie. Okay. There really there just aren't that many hard-hitting plot points. So I think it's best for us just to discuss just in, general. in general. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, Scott has a list of 15 things you might not know about Half-Baked. Right, right. It's hard-hitting. There's a lot of hard-hitting <laughs> journalism going on here right now. So what I decided, what I'm going to do, I thought the Wikipedia description of the movie was quite good. So I'm just going to read in movie voice a little bit of the plot from Half-Baked, for those of you who have not seen it. Thurgood Jenkins and his friend Brian and Scarface are forced into selling marijuana stolen from the lab where Thurgood works as a master of the custodial arts. They do this in order to bail our friend Kenny out of jail for $100,000 after he accidentally kills Buttercup, a diabetic police horse, by feeding it junk food. Their business, named Mr. Nice Guy in honor of their good-natured friend, becomes immensely popular, even attracting famous clientele. Thurgood's personal life is ruined once his adamantly anti-drug girlfriend, Mary Jane Potman, discovers that he is Mr. Nice Guy. Soon all of their lives are in danger once Samson Simpson, a local drug lord, learns that Mr. Nice Guy is costing his business, including his former client, rapper Sir Smokealot. He threatens to kill them if they do not pay him $20,000 every week. Brian buys a pouch that is supposed to contain the ashes of Jerry Garcia with some of the money they're making. And Scarface buys a Rottweiler named Killer. Yes. Uh, the, the rest of it, you're going to have to watch the movie. I mean, Although we've got some notes. We Well, I got, yes. Do you have notes? I do. I have some notes. I have one, two, three, I have five notes. Okay. Because we decided while we were watching this movie that maybe it'd be funnier to watch this movie on weed. Yes. Well, to be fair, we started the movie totally sober. Lasted 11 minutes. Okay. Had to pause and be like, okay, we can't do this yeah. straight. It wasn't as funny as I remembered it the first time. It is not funny if <laughs> you're not high. It's, it's no, it wasn't. So here are my notes. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go over this cast real quick so my notes make actual sense. Cast Dave Chappelle as Thurgood Jenkin and Sir Smoke a Lot. He's brilliant as Sir Smoke a Lot. That should have been Academy Award supporting shit oh, well, right there. I'm pretty no. Guillermo Diaz is Scarface, which is totally racist because he's Cuban, so they make him Scarface. I don't know about that at all. Jim Brew is Brian. Harlan Williams is Kenny Davis. Not a big fan of Harlan Williams. Clarence William III is Samson Simpson. Rachel True is Mary Jane Portman. Rachel True also was in The Craft, which if you like goth right, chicks, right. go watch The Craft. It's awesome. Laura Silverman as Jan. Tommy Chong as Squirrel Master. <laughs> Willie Nelson as Historian Smoker. Tracy Morgan as VJ. Snoop Doggy Dog as Scavenger Smoker. So early in his career, he still had a middle name. True. Then he became Snoop Dogg. Then he became Snoop Lion. I don't know what he is now. I think he's Snoop <laughs> Pez Dispenser now, but I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what's going on with that. Uh, John Stewart as Enhancement Smoker. Stephen Baldwin as MacGyver Smoker. Yeah. I think that was Ted Cast. And Neil Brennan as... Employee Neil Brennan and Dave Chappelle wrote the script together mm. back when Dave Chappelle was still on the way up. So, here are my notes my notes for half baked Jim Brewer, dash dash, <laughs> amazing. That's it, that's all I've got on Jim Brewer's character. He's fucking amazing in this. Why? 
I mean, he is amazing. He's just so good in this. Also, <laughs> he's got one of the funniest things I've ever seen in stand-up comedy ever. You got to look up Jim Brewer dog poop. Oh, oh. He does a thing with his... He has the camera zoom in on his hand. He puts his hand on the stool, and his hand does an impression of a dog pooping. <laughs> can't, a dog who can't quite get to poop out. <laughs> what? It's, trust me. Look it up. We'll see if we can put a link in the show notes, if we remember any of this. My second note. This is early... <laughs> This is early in the process. My second note. Love interest in direct opposition to main character's need. Mary Jane hates drug dealers, makes him promise he doesn't do weed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I was still very much in the story analytical point at that point. Uh, yeah, the director of Doom is dabbing tears from her eyes at this particular point. Then here's my hard hitting third note. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson. That's it. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson. <laughs> I mean, I they, thought they do do weed, and I'm not sure if I was expecting a cavalcade of, of stars to show up at this particular point—a veritable parade of cameos. But the only I got through was Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson. Then note number four: Jerry Maguire referenced in the scene where Jim Brewer's getting fired from the record store for doing too much weed, and he wants to see who's coming with me, man. <laughs> Who's coming? I'm not going to flip out. It's fucking great. I love Jim Brewer. He's just amazing. And then note number five. This all I've got. A lot of dead animals in it. I don't have a period. It just is a lot of dead animals in it. I felt like I took more notes than this. I felt like I took copious amounts of notes. I really do. I have an enormous amount of note taking, but they are not represented here in my Evernote. You took more notes than I did. Let's see your notes. <laughs> I have two, and they they are... I have two notes. Two notes. <laughs> two notes. It's almost the point you just say, I have note. <laughs> You're almost singular. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> my, my note is <laughs> Thurgood Jenkins, Dave Chappelle. That's it. Well, okay. that's note number one. That's no. That's the whole note. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm two so notes. sorry I spoiled your note when I read the cast list. That was such, <laughs> I was such an asshole to do that. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, I don't know why. That what what that other than the writing it truly was down. What that was about. So number two. Okay. Is I like that squirrel man's squirrel squirrel master. Squirrel master. Squirrel Master Squirrel mm-hmm. also wears a hairnet. Right, and Squirrel Master is serving lunch in the cafeteria. Yes, and the little squirrel in his pocket also required to wear a hairnet. Uh, do you know what that Squirrel Master is a reference to? The squirrel? No. Oh, God damn it. It's that one Stephen King movie with Tim Robbins. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. The guy with the bird in Shawshank. <laughs> Okay. That's what Squirrel Master is a reference to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my whole note. <laughs> I believe we have come unprepared to this. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, 
It's vital for Piura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Piura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, although we did really did try and prepare for this, we apparently are unprepared for this, but there is going to be some pizza in our future. Uh, oh, good Lord of mine. So there we go. All right. Um, uh, let's discuss the movie. Let's discuss the movie aside from our notes. It's a fun movie. It's probably, if you're going to watch it, definitely don't watch it. Not hot. You should be on some form of substance. Oops. Excuse me. Alcohol other forms of substance to watch this movie. It's, but it's, it's Pizza. got, it's Dave Chappelle, pre Chappelle show. And there's only just a glimpse of all the brilliance that was going to come out of Dave for this, right? When he does Sir Smoke, he does Sir, Sir Smoke a lot following in the tradition, I believe of Eddie Murphy of let's play seven or eight different characters, comedic characters sure, sure. coming to America, clearly an influence on Dave as he does the Sir Smoke a lot. Um, but doesn't really get to totally flex his muscles too much. Uh, here's what's great. I read this. Uh, wait. No, I have to wait for that. It's my 16 notes. Oh, okay. Or 15 notes. I don't know how many notes I have. I've got a few notes. Why don't we things, talk about those? Things you might not know. Fine, we'll talk about this. 15 facts about... It's 15. It's not 16. 15 facts about half-baked. That you uh, might not know? Written, Everybody does not know. Written by Sean Hutchison. At Mental Floss. We mind Mental Floss quite a lot. Mental Floss, for some reason, seems to take every movie that has ever come out and come up with 15 facts you did not know about said movie. Okay. I don't know if this is a whole business model that can support itself long term, but it sure helps our show. Sure. Number one, the script was a team effort. Half-Baked was written by star Dave Chappelle and his writing partner, Neil Brennan, also known as Employee, which we've discussed earlier. The duo would go on to co-create the legendary series Chappelle Show for Comedy Central in 2003. Brennan has a cameo in Half-Baked as a cashier at the burger joint where Scarface works. I did not know that. That's great. That's great. Number two, New York City was a key inspiration. Chappelle was inspired to write Half-Baked after a friend told him about New York City drug dealers who conveniently deliver illicit substances to customers' apartments. So it's more of a documentary. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, you, okay. Could wind up in the History Channel someday. No. No. Possibly. No. This this is the one I love the most. Excuse me. The opening scene was a risk for the studio. So this is a movie about stoners stealing pot from a lab, then delivering pot door to door as a drug lord tries to kill them for delivering sub said said stone pot. 
And this was the opening scene that the studio thought was too much. The studio originally wanted to cut the opening scene showing kids smoking marijuana and getting the munchies, <laughs> but decided to keep it after audiences at test screenings found it hilarious. To me, that is the entire gem of this entire episode of Story Smack. Because we now have some experience with suits in studios. Not yeah, a lot, not but a lot. We're, we're getting more, and it's interesting, and they're definitely not as bad as this. But the whole concept of we're going to make a movie about four stoners who have been stoners together since they were in junior high, and the whole movie is about smoking pot, stealing pot, <laughs> dealing pot, delivering pot. We don't want to show them smoking the pot. Because <laughs> it might send a bad message. Yeah. It might, it might tell the kids that it's okay to go smoke the wacky weed. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I believe I'm pretty much hosting this show solo at this point, you guys. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Number four, directing was a no-brainer. Director Tamara Davis read 10 pages of Chappelle and Brennan's script before accepting the directing job. Sweet. That's good. That's real good. Producers pulled out all the stops on camp meals. I'm making finger quotes around all the stops. <laughs> you are. Because they didn't get... Well, because they got pulled out. They didn't get Cheech Marin. So, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Oh, I see. Tracy Morgan makes a cameo as a VJ who introduces... Now, this is Tracy Morgan. This is pre-SNL Tracy Morgan, if I know this correctly. Like, what the fuck is Tracy Morgan? Maybe he's just starting SNL. I can't remember. Tracy Morgan makes a cameo as a VJ who introduces Sir Smoke-A-Lot's music video. Other cameos in the film include John Stewart, Tommy Chong, Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, Janine Garofalo, Stephen Baldwin, and Bob Saget. <laughs> Bob Saget <laughs> plays a pretty hardcore role. Yes. Yes. Um, there was a real guy on the couch. The guy on the couch was inspired by a friend of Chappelle's who constantly crashed on Chappelle's couch while he and Brennan toiled away writing the screenplay. In the film, the role of the guy went to comedian Stephen Wright. Right. We haven't heard much from Stephen Wright lately. Is he still alive? Yes. Uh, do you know that for sure? Did you just guess? No, I. Know, I mean, I could. He might not be alive at this moment, but he is considered alive in, on the internet. Has he crashed on your couch? I don't think so. Yes, but it's possible. Maybe comes in later tonight. The prison had very clean water. The exterior of the prison where Kenny is locked up is actually the R.C. Harris water treatment plant in Toronto. Some prison interiors, including the cafeteria scenes, were shot in an actual prison. That's good. That's good. The Beastie Boys inspired the film's design. Davis drew inspiration of the prop and color design of the guy's apartment from the Beastie Boys Grand Royal Recording Studios. Oh, cool. That's cool. The connection makes sense. Davis is married to Mike D of the Beastie Boys. Is he the dead one? No. Which no. Beastie's dead? Adam. I Adam's dead? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a happy story then. The cast got great souvenirs. Number 11, many members of the cast and crew kept blocks of the fake medicinal marijuana as joke as a joke after production wrapped. The director has a tiny cameo. All the acting with the killer's fake dog paws was done on set by Davis. Oh, fun. And here's a shocker. Here's a shocker. Jerry Garcia is not there. Despite rumors of the contrary, Jerry Garcia did not appear in Half-Baked. No. Garcia is played by impersonator David Bluestein. Because Jerry Garcia was dead at yeah. the time this movie was made. I did see Jerry Garcia, though. Live once okay. at the Pontiac Silverdome. My buddy and I, Scott Christian, decided to go to go to see The Grateful Dead. I wasn't a fan of The Grateful Dead, but hey, Grateful Dead's this huge experience. Let's go do this. My buddy, Scott Christian, at the time, was an imbiber. I was as literally as clean as a driven snow. Okay. I did okay. absolutely sure. nothing. Sure. So we go into the Palace of Auburn Hills, 
That's right. I said Pontiac Silverdome. It was the Palace of Auburn Hills where the Detroit Pistons played. Sure. Go see, you know, like, great. And we first we're walking in, and I think I was so sheltered as a child. This was my first experience with hippies. I'd never seen an actual hippie. Okay. Only in the movies. Okay. And sometimes on TV, but mostly the movies. Well, I get, you got an eyeful that day. Yeah, I got an eyeful. <laughs> I got an eyeful that day. And I didn't like hippies. I knew immediately, I am not a fan of you fucking hippies at Why? all. Why? Because they're fucking hippies, and they're all... <laughs> goofy and hippie and they smell bad and shit so we're walking in and there's all these people saying hey man i need a miracle and i'm like well i don't believe in religion so fuck you on your miracle well so i'm already getting into arguments before i even get in my buddy scott christian has explained to me no man they want free tickets to see the grateful dead and like who are these fucking jobless sons of bitches wanting my fucking ticket I work hard for my ticket. I work hard for my money, son. You didn't even want to go. I know, No, I wanted to go. But the whole, here's the thing. So then we walk in. We walk in past all these goddamn unwashed masses of fucking hippies okay, playing hacky okay. sack and all this other shit. And I'm like, I'm already ready. I'm like, we're going to get in a fight tonight. We're beating some of these people up. It's just, it's just totally going to happen. <laughs> so then we walk past this lady, uh, this girl who's one of the people who travel, you know, all these people travel with the dead, hoping to go and get a ticket to go see him. Uh-huh. And she is selling goulash out of a plastic pickle bucket, a five-gallon pickle bucket. And she's like, hey, man, you want to buy some goulash? It's $5 a plate. And I think I'm like, dude, I do not think the health department would approve of your bucket of goulash. You're literally serving it with your hand onto no, a paper plate. Oh, yes, not. she was. No. I'm not, I mean, you can confirm with Scott Christian. <laughs> this high on, unwashed, scabies covered hippie chick wait, is serving. Wait, wait, wait. What? Did you, or, did you order it? No, we didn't order it. We Are walked sure? in. I'm like, get the hell out of here, woman. Be, out, <laughs> be gone with you, devil spawn. So then we walk into the Palace of Auburn Hills. And it's a big, you know, big basketball arena, right? Uh-huh. It's, it's, uh, 25, 30,000 people. I don't know. I go in there and the Grateful Dead, you know, and they play the one fucking song I know, Touch of Grey. I'm like, oh, that's a great song. I like that. I do not, I do not know one other goddamn Grateful Dead song. <laughs> okay. Not one fucking Grateful Dead song. And of course, they're all just fucking high as high gets, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden they start doing that jam band fish bullshit. Of course, this is before fish. Fish got it from Grateful Dead. Where I'm like, these motherfuckers been playing the same shit for 20 minutes. And I... There's no melody. There's no not singing. What is happening? <laughs> and then gradually as we're watching this, I start to realize it's getting harder and harder to see the other side of the arena. Oh. Because the, the Palace of Auburn Hills is literally becoming the biggest bong in the history of mankind. It's so full up. And I'm so I'm so angry young man. You know, about halfway through the show, I start to lighten up a little bit. Shocker. <laughs> By the end of the show, I'm dancing with the hippies in our area, having a grand old time. And all of a sudden, like, that's my first experience, I think, with a contact high or any high of any kind. I'm like, I love the Grateful Dead. This is awesome. Me and Scott Christian walk out. And we're, leaving the, we're leaving the show. There's the girl with a bucket of, of um, goulash. And I'm like, I have $5, lady. She bloop on the plate. And we sat there. We sat right next to her. We fucking take goulash. We ate a plate full of goulash. I and served fucking them. knew you would have eaten it. <laughs> we ate all the goulash. <laughs> and then we left. And I, I found my attitude towards hippies was slightly mitigated. Okay. Not yeah. completely absolved, but slightly ooh, mitigated. Because that was some really good goulash. I mean, no, it wasn't. Probably not. Not at all. Probably not. That was a, that was a slight tangent. <laughs>
for Jerry Garcia. But I was happy we got to see Jerry Garcia because he croaked like not too long after that. Okay. You know, and then you can't really get the Grateful Dead experience without Jerry. Uh, The cast mostly didn't smoke pot. This is number 14. I'm back on the list. (laughs) Okay. You got to give me that one. The actors smoked a tobacco-based substitute to stand in for marijuana in the film, but they allegedly smoked real marijuana in the scene featuring Snoop Dogg's cameo, <laughs> which you can sort of see. Sure. You're like, uh, uh, Mr. Dog, here is our fake marijuana. And you see Snoop going like, oh, shit, be that's my rider. No, 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 no. Let's get the real shit. It's, it's great. Um, and number 15. It almost had a darker ending. The original ending of the movie had Thurgood abandon his girlfriend, Mary Jane, and jump off the Brooklyn Bridge after the joint he threw away. <sighs> yeah. That is it. That's all I got. I mean, I don't, I don't think you needed to know those 15 things. What was the t- name of that? You, you didn't know? I mean, how, why does that matter? There's a million things no, I just didn't says, know. No, I made up didn't know. It just says 15 facts about Half-Baked. Oh, oh, oh. That's all I've got. Okay, so I think we're done here. I think we're closing in the end of our goulash. So we're trying to say we celebrate uh, the legality of these things for those people of you who care about these things. And there are many of you who do care about these things. Uh, Those of you who are opposed to the legality of said substances, get to the ballot box, yo. Listen, B, you got to go there and I think. I think we're done here. You got to run for office, yo. That's not how that works. That's exactly how, that's literally how it works. (laughs) You run for office and then you can affect policy change. I know, but the the part where they're going to listen to the stoner to do a very conservative thing, I think that's not how that works. Are you saying I'm a stoner? Saying you're high. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I I got a bad, I think I got a defective batch. I don't think that's the case. (laughs) I do. I do. I do believe that. So... Um, I have no, literally no idea what our next story smack will be. Um, it might be an aliens thing, <laughs> although let's tell that story real quick. So the aliens we watched, not high, uh, but we thought we would do a watch along. So we'll record ourselves talking through all of aliens. Cause I know almost all the dialogue to the movie. And we're like, this is a great idea. We talked about the story smack. People are emailing us. Oh my God, it's a great idea. You guys got to do this. Like, yeah, everybody's this giant self-fulfilling prophecy of how awesome this is going to be. So we start watching it. And literally like the first 15 minutes of runtime in Aliens, there's no dialogue at all. It's just opening credits and shit and there's nothing going on. And there's Sigourney Weaver just hanging out in a, you know, like with all her hair done and her makeup done and shit coming out of her chest and doesn't want to take a goddamn, you know, no dose. Like go to sleep, bitch. You're all psyched out. Anyways. So we're like, we're like, and like the clock is ticking and I'm literally like, okay, this is, this is horrible entertainment. <laughs> this is not entertaining at all. It wasn't. It was bad. And then. Uh, you moved the remote control, you go to hand me the remote control and all of a sudden it like fast forwarded yeah. at 10 times speed. And it was like, and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to work the Xbox controller. I'm, like, I'm hitting every fucking button on that thing. It won't stop. I'm like, God damn it. So at this point, because it's synced up, we have to start over. So now we start over and we watch 15 minutes again. Oh, and we're like, we're both miserable. We're like, we're trying like, how can we make this entertaining until the fun stuff starts? Like, no one's going to listen to this. This is terrible. At that point, then the dog comes over, the, 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 the dog of doom comes over, comes over to get little pets. And of course, I had moved the remote control from between me and A and my right over to my left. 
and we're about 20 minutes into it this time, and the goddamn dog steps on the <laughs> Xbox controller, cranks it up to 10 times fast pace again. I can't start hitting buttons. I can't get it out. So we wound up being 45 minutes into this. We've got two technical disasters. This is not going to be entertainment. So you will not get an Aliens watch along Okay. Not at all. Ever. Not, no, not never, not ever, not never, not never, <laughs> nope, not ever. Okay. Go have some goulash and work it out. Okay. So. Okay. I think we're done. Okay, we're done. So you can find us both online. Scott is at Scott Ziegler on Twitter and Instagram. And his Facebook page is facebook.com slash Scott Ziegler. B. I am a real girl on Twitter. Yo. And a real girl. <laughs> on Instagram, B. Uh, 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 yeah. You can find us online at scottsigler.com slash story smack, yo. We'd love to see your comments there, B. What is happening? <laughs> Let's finish up with a little Jim Brewer. Okay. You can find us on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> Search for Scott Ziegler audiobooks, man. And subscribe. Yeah. You'll get a free audiobook episode every Sunday. And a fan story smack every Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay. I think that's it. I'm going to go ahead and finish, <laughs> finish this up for you. So until our next episode, which I think will be Aliens, yeah. we will talk to you all real soon. Talk to you all real soon. Happy 420, peoples. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.